0: So if I could title my message for today, I would title it Expectations, right? Expectations. And um, I know maybe some of you have started out with a New Year's resolution, right? I was up doing my push-ups this morning. (laughs) My wife showed me a picture. Can I just say I'm 40 now? I'm 40. I'm 40. Erica looked at me the other day and she goes, I'm married married to a 40-year-old. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Is that like, (laughs) is that good? Is that bad? (laughs) And um, so I'm doing my push-ups this morning. Has anybody else made a New Year's resolution? Come on, let's be honest. Who's kept it so far? I mean, we're, we're two days into this. I'm keeping mine. The next time I'm preaching, can like, did you keep it? Did you keep it? But expectations. You know, we recently saw a movie the other day, and um, I'm not gonna say what the title of it was. If you've seen it, you'll probably know from the quote. But there was a quote, and the quote was, if I expect disappointment, then I'll never be disappointed. If I expect disappointment, then I'll never be disappointed. What a sad way to live life. What a sad way to exist. That, you know, what? I'm just going to keep the bar way down here. That's only going to cause you to trip. I'm just going to give you a heads up on that, right? A bar down here causes you to trip. If you expect disappointment, then, you'll never be, then you're never going to be disappointed. But I want to challenge you today. What's your expectations? What's your expectations? And as I earlier said, I, my expectation for this year is to see more of God. And around here at Influence Church, if you've ever noticed when you come in the lobby, and we've got that prayer wall speaking of, if you need prayer today after service, go see the prayer team. They're going to be out there. But we have a prayer wall. And right above it, it says, expect a... Oh, you know it. Expect a... Yes. Say it with me. Expect... A miracle. You know, when we first opened up after kind of the COVID thing and we, you know, everybody went along with the two weeks closed down, we're going to bend the curve, whatever. So we opened back up and I'm, ex- I'm thinking, what, who's going to show up? And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to probably, probably be the young people, you know, they're kind of fearless and resilient and, you know, and we're probably not going to see many older people because they were the ones 65 and older, you know, you got to be careful. An older, no, wait, listen, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hardly any young people show up. A lot of people with kids, because they're like, get them out of the house. <laughs> and then the older people come. And hey, I'm, I'm, I'm on the older end of things now too. <laughs> and this old man come dressed to the tee. He said, you know what? Cancer didn't kill me. And COVID's not getting me. I expect Jesus today. I don't expect COVID. One of our ushers looked at me. And he said, you know, what does somebody expect when they come to church? To get COVID or to get blessed? What do you expect? That older gentleman showed up to church dressed in his suit and his tie. And he said, I expect God. I'm not expecting anything other than that. No sickness, no disease. So the word that God has laid on my heart today is expectation, and the thing that I want to do is encourage you with Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5, and we're going to be out of here in 19 minutes, okay? And so you're, as my grandfather said, your roast will not burn <laughs> when he would preach. The secret was, my grandmother would make the roast that actually the longer it cooked, the better it was, so he knew it was win-win, right? <laughs> if he preached long, that roast was going to be better, Um. So personally, when it comes to expectations, this is what I found out. I need to know what it is that I'm expecting. And if I expect disappointment, then that's what I'm gonna get. But I need to know what I am expecting. Somebody say, you need to know. And I need to know what direction it's in. I need to know what direction I need to go. That could be physically, that could be metaphorically, that maybe you just put that wherever you need it. But you need to know what it is to expect and you need to know what direction it is. And so Psalm 103 helps me personally as I ground my life in expecting God. And this is, uh, remember, remember, most of the Bible, two thirds of the Bible, okay? When we, and that's the majority of the Bible is made up of the Old Testament, right? Most of it was written in such a way that they could sing this and they could remember it. So this Psalm 103 was actually a song. Anybody got a favorite song that you gotta get stuck in your head, right? And then the only way you can get rid of it is if you listen to it. Have you ever noticed that? Just a little, this is not part of my sermon. This is extra, okay? So as Pastor Phil would say, you can put extra in the plate then when you go out, okay? This is extra. So they would sing this so they could remember it. So Psalm 103, and speaking of, I got, a, I got another cool announcement. I just weave them into my sermon now. I'm, this is the best way to remember them. First Fridays, who knows about them? Come on, come on, First Fridays. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. We want to respect your time on Sundays, and I'm going to respect your time. I'm, I, I know that. I know that. This is extra. <laughs> but on first Fridays, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create a space. We feel not, this is what we feel God has led us to do, to create a space where we can come and we can pray and we can worship and we can just let there be no boundaries of what how long. Maybe we'll be here for an hour. Maybe we'll be here for two hours. I don't know, but come out first Fridays here through the next year. We're gonna be here Friday nights, seven p.m., and we're gonna worship and pray. Yeah. Just let God be what He can do. Now, I do believe in Sundays. There's a purpose for Sundays, and we need to respect your time. You've taken your calendar and you said Sunday mornings, ten a.m. I'm gonna be here till like eleven thirty. I'm gonna hang out with my friends, and we're gonna get in the presence of God. We gotta respect your time. And listen, I have served under a pastor that said it's not how long you pray; it's how quick you believe. So, God can do things, but we do want to create the opportunity for there to be a little bit more space. And that's Friday nights, first Fridays. It starts this Friday. Be here, 7 p.m. Amen. Yeah. Influence music's gonna be here. It's gonna be awesome, a time of prayer and worship. All right, Psalm 103. Speaking of singing, I want you to learn how to sing this. Can somebody learn how to sing this? Melody, Whitney, Drew? Yeah. Bless the Lord of my soul. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. It goes like this Bless the Lord of my soul. Somebody say, Bless yes. the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, on my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, huh? Who crowns you with loving mercies and tender kindness and satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Somebody said to me the other day, how do you stay so young looking? And I'm starting to get old, okay? It's starting to show right here. But God's word is faithful. It takes the stress off. The stress puts wrinkles. And listen, now you get older, it's going to happen. But God wants you to be youthful in spirit. Dr. Haynes, he's one of the most youthful people I know. All right? Who knows Dr. Haynes? He is one of the most youthful people I know. And can I tell you, he's way older than you, so you're good. All right, so here we go. I love Dr. Haynes. Bless the Lord of oh my soul, this first part. We're going to tear this apart for two points. Let me say two points. Two points. One, two, that's it, and we're out of here. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I think David knew something that some of us need to get a hold of. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and look at what he said next. And all that is within me. Notice how, like, we, even when you say that, it feels like it just gets down into you, right? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Everything good, everything bad, every struggle I'm going through. Bless the Lord oh my soul. And the soul talks about your feelings, your mind, your emotion, the place where you make your decisions. You know, we've, many of us, many of you have been here. Uh, We had Caroline Leaf here. She's an amazing uh, neurologist, a doctor, uh, and she studies the mind. Listen, your mind is important. And David had something. He knew a key that we needed to bless the Lord. There are times when I get up in the morning and guess what I don't feel like doing? Blessing the Lord. Somebody was going to say, brush their teeth, weren't you? (laughs) I'm 10 feet from away from you. You don't know if I brush my teeth or not. The microphone does. No. There's some days I don't feel like doing it. My flesh is like, I'm tired. I'm achy. I'm over 40 now. I got a good excuse to sleep in. I've read my Bible already. I did it last year. Right? There's all these excuses we can come up with. But there are times when you got to splash cold water in your face and you got to look in the mirror and say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Somebody say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. And if you forgot it, David went again, he said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, bless his holy name. Did you see that? Bless his holy name. That's the name when you become a Christian. And then I got into that, gave my voice a tickle. When you become a Christian, when you confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, there's been that revelation in your life. You know what banner goes above your life? There's a spiritual banner, there's a spiritual flag that ascends in your life that says, Jesus Christ is my Lord. And everywhere you go in the spiritual realm, there's this flag that says, Jesus Christ is my Lord. We were little, we used to sing, there is a flag flown high from the castle of my heart, from the castle of my heart, from the castle of my heart, there is a flag flown high from the castle of my heart. And the king is in residence here. Has anybody sung that song as a kid? Oh, let it fly in the sky, let the whole world know. Okay, we're going to have Sunday school here. I'm dating myself now. Like, he is old. <laughs> extra too. Yes, Tammy, it's extra. Jing. <laughs> So there's a banner that goes above your name. And he said, bless the Lord on my soul. Bless his holy name. If you forgot it, if you had to say it, if that was the cold water in your face moment in the mirror saying, Lord, today, bless the Lord on my soul and all that is within me. uh, Then by the time you get to the next one, bless the Lord, bless his holy name. Everything about him is holy. There's no mess up. He's not too late. He hasn't failed you. His name is holy. Have you ever ever tried this, calling on the name of Jesus Christ? In the good, Jesus Christ, you are Lord. In the bad, oh no, Jesus, ah, right? I've done it. I remember there was one day, I was coming through an intersection in Pennsylvania, and there was, of course, you know, the funny lights, and they don't really know how to drive in Pennsylvania. They don't have the practice we do around here, you know, the eight lanes and all the, yeah. And this person just comes through the signal light, like just, they're the only one on the face of the earth. And I'm coming at this intersection at like 55 miles an hour. And I go, Jesus! And all of a sudden, I'm through the intersection. I'm like, what just happened? Where did the car go? That was right beside me. That was about to T-bone me. Has anybody called on the name of Jesus? Yeah. It's holy to be revered. Let's look at the next part. So what I put down here is my point number one is Surrender. Surrender. That moment when I was talking about the cold water in your face moment, that's surrender. That's breaking down my selfish desires. And maybe, for me, it's every morning. Trust me. I wake up in the morning, bless the Lord of my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord of my soul and all that is within me. Forget not his benefits. Why? Because there's something in me. We live in a fallen world that still wants to do his own thing, right? And that's got to be broken. That old man wants to resurrect, but we live in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that's greater than that, amen? Amen. amen? amen? And that's how we know Jesus Christ hasn't come back again. When there's still a struggle, we know he's still coming. Surrender yourself to his ways. Point number one is surrender. Surrender. Allow yourself to be broken under his power. Surrender. When you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, guess what that means? When he becomes your Lord and Savior, you're no longer Lord You can't save yourself from nothing. Huh? I can't even save myself from a bowl of ice cream. It's gone. Put some brownie on there, warm it up in the microwave, put the ice cream on it, it's gone. New Year's resolution, gone. I can't save myself from anything. So when I surrender, that means who is Lord? Jesus. Surrender yourself. I put down, surrender yourself to his word and to his people. It's hard to come to church sometimes. I run into people that maybe, you know what, I don't want to see. That's none of you here. You're all the ones I want to see. But that's, that's what it means to be surrendered. It's an opportunity to serve. Do you think serving each other was going to be easy, was going to be light? You know what I was doing before the service started? I was under the counter trying to get the soap dispenser to work. Regan saw me. He said, this is what a pastor does. This is what I do. I love you guys, and I love serving you. But there are days I don't want to. But it's surrender. It's what we do. What do you expect when you come to church? To be blessed by serving one another. Amen? The next one is don't forget. Somebody said, we're you to point number two. Yeah, yeah. Early to, early to brunch, early to brunch. I'm going to be the first in line today. Don't forget. Somebody say, don't forget. Because he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. You remember the first job you got that had benefits? Do you remember the first job you got that had benefits? You're like, what's all this? And you get the sign at the bottom. And you're like, cha-ching. What's all this? It's a benefit package. Can I tell you, you have the best benefit package you could ever want. You could have zero benefit package from this world or from your boss or from any of the things that this world could provide for you. But you have the best. Somebody say the best benefit package you could ever want. Don't forget it. Do you see what he said? Do not forget his benefits. Now we're going to hit this list real quick. Check out benefit number one who forgives all of your iniquities, your faults, your mischiefs, and your sins. Who can do that? We hold each other accountable. Do you, did you realize what you did? Right? We as humans. What did David, you know, David had to, he got some options once. He messed up. He gave a census and the Lord told him not to. And the Lord gave him three options. And at the end of the three options, he said, God, I would sooner deal with you than have to deal with man. Because guess what? We Don't forget the sins that we have committed against each other. In our own human nature, we hold it against you. That's why Jesus said you got to forgive as you've been forgiven. When you forgive somebody, there's something that happens spiritually that God forgives you. But the only way I can do it is if I know that it's coming... Through me, God is the one that can forgive me and God is the one who can empower me to forgive somebody. He said, God forgives you of your iniquities. Do you know that causes you to walk a little lighter through life? When you're not trying to carry that thing around that's weighing you down. He, Paul, or in Hebrews, it says to lay aside every weight, everything that easily besets you and causes you to stumble through life. He forgives every single one of your iniquities. Look at the next part of your benefit package. Somebody say, Benefit package. What's your, what do you expect this year? Huh? I expect these benefits. Iniquity forgiven. Who heals all of your diseases? Do you know that I've heard doctors say, we don't heal. God heals. They may not know if that's big G or little G. They may still be trying to figure that out. But they know there's a higher power that heals. And who is it? It's God. He forgives all of your diseases all of your diseases. He heals all of your diseases. Exodus, check this out, Exodus fifteen twenty six said, there we had made a statue. Now listen to this. In Exodus 15, they get to the bitter waters of Myra, and remember, they're going through the wilderness, and they're all complaining. They're like, what did you bring us out here for Moses? We're all gonna die, right? You remember the story? And they get to the water, and like, we're so thirsty, and they taste the water, and it's bitter, and so Moses cries out to God, God, what should I do? And God tells him to take the stick and put it into the water and it turns it to sweet water, amen? When you're going through the wildernesses of life, stay consistent, don't complain. And this is what happened, God reminded him of this. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them and there he tested them and he said, if you will diligently heed To the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, not your sight, not my sight, what is right in his sight, and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on which I have brought on the Egyptians, the world, for I am the Lord that does what? Heals you. Did you see the contingency on that though? surrender yourself to his will and to his ways. And when you do it according to the way that he wants it done, he said, look, there's a hedge of protection that goes around you that you will be healed. You will be healed. Healing is the uh, Hebrew word Rafa, and it means to mend by stitching, to cure, to cause to heal, the physician. It means to repair thoroughly, to make whole, amen? To heal you. You know, I, I was at a point in my life, I couldn't walk across the street to the office. When you looked at me in the mirror, I looked like I had been hit by a Mack truck. I was physically crooked. It was a season, I didn't understand what was going on, but I trusted in God. I said, God, however, you're my healer. If it's supernatural, I've seen tumors fall off of people's bodies, my grandmother included. I've seen the miraculous happen. And I said, God, be it that way or be it by a physician, I don't know, but you're my healer. And I walked through the process and I can tell you today, I'm 100% healed. Amen? And it's because He heals all of your diseases. I don't know what you're struggling with, but stay committed. Expect Him. Look in His direction and watch Him show up in your life. Put no limitations on how it can happen because what I can do is I can box Him in. God, unless it's this way, then I'm not gonna believe and it's only gonna be. No. Say, God, it's I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on you. And however it comes, it's going to come because you you said it and your promises are true. Hope is not wishful thinking, knocking on wood and hoping it happens and superstitions and dream catchers. No, our hope is in knowing that he said it and it will happen. His word is true and it's faithful and it will come to be. That's what we hope in. We don't get, oh, well, you know, just maybe. Oh, a black cat just crossed my path. Oh, no. All right who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving mercy and tender kindness. Listen, this: redeems your life means to, this word comes from the Oriental law. That means to be next in line of kingship, of kinship, right? You're the next one to receive the inheritance. Who's before you? Jesus Christ. Did you hear me? You're the next in line for the inheritance. And who's before you? Jesus Christ. He said, I humble myself so that you too may be as I am redeems your life from destruction. If you expect destruction, guess what's coming? You won't be disappointed. It's going to come. But if you know that you're redeemed, guess what's coming? An inheritance. The blessing of God upon you and your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' 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 kids. kids, kids, kids. Amen? Yeah. What do you expect? To be healed. To be forgiven. To be redeemed. Tender mercies. Tender mercies. And loving kindness, this, this word, tender mercies, the loving kindness means the beauty, the favor of, good favor. We were just singing about that earlier. The good things, the favor of God upon your life. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth may be renewed like the eagles. David said this in Psalms 119, 103. I didn't put this one on the screen, so... Um, You can write it in your notes. This is extra. He said, how sweet are your words to my taste? Sweeter than honey in my mouth. Have you ever taken a spoonful of honey? Right? Too much of a good thing can be bad, real quick. You know, when my throat starts to tickle, I just put more honey in my coffee and drink more, and I get hyper, and I just get, you know, it goes away. But he said, your word is sweet to my taste. It's sweeter than honey in my mouth. Whenever I read this, I say, how do you satisfy my mouth with good things? That's how. When I've hid God's word away in my heart and it starts to come out of my lips, it's a sweet thing. It's a sweet thing. Because what it's doing on the inside, I may not be able to see the effects of it right now, but it's gonna start to affect the natural. It's gonna start to affect the physical realm around me. Amen? And when you hide God's word, it's a, there's a theory. Some say that the whole eagle's wing, yeah, have you ever heard about the eagle's theory, how the eagle has to molt? And, and well, some say it's real and some say it's not. I don't know, I don't know. But I do know this. It's said that as an eagle grows older and it gets into the middle of its life, they say eagles can live up to like 70 years, right? So this eagle gets to the middle of his life and as he's trying to f- pursue the animal that it needs to eat and have nourishment, there's the calcium builds up on its talons and on its beak. And as it's flying through the air to attack the animal that's its next meal to get its nourishment, it starts to whistle. (laughs) And And it alerts the animal before it can get to it. And the animal can escape. So the eagle has two options. It gets to the middle of its life. It can either die, or it can go through this process of where it has to be broken, and it molts, and it almost regenerates itself. It's said that these eagles will take and they will, they will get themselves up into a high perch and they will beat their beaks till they become bloody and in this pulpified place. And then they, the talons, they allow their talons, they, they just keep scraping them on the rocks till their talons are wore down to, to nothing, to its blood. And they can sit there for up to a period of time of six to seven months. And as it's sitting there, waiting for its beak to grow back and waiting for its talons to get strong again. Six months, it can't eat, it can't fly, it's molting, it's waiting for its feathers to grow back. But it says that when this period of time is over, that this eagle will be renewed. Its youth will be renewed. Its strength will be renewed. Its ability to hunt, and its capability will be renewed. I want you to know Something. He said that he will satisfy your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. When you're going through that hard time where it feels like you've been grinded down to nothing, where it feels like you've got nothing left, maybe you're even spiritually or physically feels like it's just skin and bones. What's your expectation? The word of God promises us that your youth will be renewed. Amen. What's your expectation? Our expectation should be in Jesus Christ, and through him, God has made a way for us for complete forgiveness. Somebody say complete forgiveness. For complete healing. Somebody say complete healing. For complete restoration of life. Life is not in the things of this world, the things that you have, what's in your bank account. Life is what God gives you. Eternal life, John 17 3 says, this is eternal life, that you would know the Father, and that he sent his only begotten Son. That's more than what this world can give you. That's more than what this world can supply for you. They could take what you have physically. They could take what you have emotionally. But when it's founded upon something spiritual, Jesus Christ, and the eternal life that he offers you, your youth will be renewed like the eagles. There's a promise that's coming. There's an expectation that's coming. So remember, call to mind to bless the Lord for all that he has done for us. Bless him for his forgiveness. Bless him for his healing power available to you today. Bless him for his redemption. Bless him for his loving kindness. Bless him for his satisfying provisions. Bless him for his renewed strength, amen? Can I read that one more time? Remember and call to mind and bless the Lord for all that he has done for us through Jesus Christ. Bless him for his forgiveness. Bless him for his healing power available to us today. Bless him for his redemption. Bless him for his loving kindness. Bless him for his satisfying provisions. Bless him for his renewed strength. Amen? Now, I want you all to stand. I want you to be ready to receive. Come on, give God some glory. I want you to be ready to receive because he said that we, there's a reception here. Receive tender mercies and loving kindness. Love beyond a measure that you could expect. Did you hear me? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians that no mind, no mind has seen nor ear has heard nor has it even entered into your imagination what God has prepared for you. Do you hear me? Don't let the limitations of this world, don't let the limitations of the things that you may feel in your emotions limit you from what expecting what God has on the horizon for you. No mind has seen, no ear has heard, not has it even mentioned, or not, not even has it come into your imagination what he has prepared for you. Tender mercies and loving kindness, expect God, expect God in 2022, amen? Are you ready to expect him? and nothing else. We're not selling short. We're not giving up early. We're gonna run to the finish, amen? Well, I want to, uh, as we take a moment, I'm gonna pray as as we conclude, but I wanna pray for the first group of people is anybody who's in this room today that does not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's what we're talking about. If you remember one thing from today, I want you to know that Jesus Christ wants a personal relationship with you. This benefit package comes because of a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. John 3 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Oftentimes we think everlasting life is something that's out on the horizon, it's not. It starts here, now, and today. And if you're in this place and you don't know Jesus Christ, that's step number one. And we'll help you to learn the rest of it. And if that's you, I want you to keep your eyes open because Jesus died naked on a cross, bruised, beaten, abused in front of all humanity. And if you would say, because of what he's done today, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want you to slip your hand up in the air and I want you to to just, I see your hands. I see your hands, I see your hands. I want to pray with you. He saved you, come on, come on. This is the way to start the year. This is the way to start the year. Off on the right foot. That's the greatest miracle of all. That's the greatest miracle of all. Like I said, I've seen cancer tumors fall off, but the greatest miracle is salvation. You've just received the greatest miracle. And we're all gonna pray together. And Jesus Christ has already saved your life. He did it 2,000 years ago on a cross. The blood was shed for you today that you could come into the kingdom of God. We're gonna pray with you just believing in faith. And the Bible says when you confess with your mouth because of something that's happened in your heart, there's been a belief. The light bulb's turned on. You know that you need him. We're gonna pray with you and believe with you. And at that moment, God's taking your name and he's writing it in the book of heaven called the Lamb's Book of Life. Let's pray this all together. Church, because we've got some new people coming in. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for sending your son to die for humanity, to die for me. Jesus, I give you my life. I surrender to you today. Help me not to forget. Remind me daily. Put, in a, put the Holy Spirit in me and the fire of God to serve you and to seek you. I give you my life today. Thank you for saving me in Jesus name. Amen. Come on, let's give God some glory. Some people came into the kingdom of God. Heavenly Father, as we start out this year, 2022, we expect you, we expect you, God. We thank you so much for this time to be together. Lord and what you've your word has been sown into our lives. God, let it be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. God, when we feel the physical things, we we'll would be trying to keep our get our focus off of you. God, help us by the Holy Spirit and by your word to focus. God, when we feel the emotional things trying to get our focus off to you, help us, God. Help us that we would remember to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me to bless his holy name and not forget your benefits. You heal the diseases. You forgive all our iniquities. You restore our life with loving kindness and tender mercies, and you satisfy our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. In the name of Jesus Christ. We expect you, God. We love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.